Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble, Arsenal throw away the Emirates Cup, West Ham's new boys got a run out against Fulham and Vincent Company lost his first game in charge with Anderlecht. Hi gang, I'm Marcus, oh, he's Luke, he's Petey's Jim. Luke's trying to distract me by taking his shoes off yeah, and presenting them to me like I'm, he's um, just killed a tiny It's ball. like a football celebration, you hold it up. <laughs> yeah. it hold up. He's got his boot there, I'm waiting, him, waiting for him to pour Baileys into it and then we'll all have a little drink. <laughs> you still find them. Quite a hill on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry everyone listening, I am wearing socks so there's nothing unhygienic going on. Why is there um, the word, why is the um, uh, letters PS on the back of your shoe? Like PS, these are my feet. PS, um, don't oh. forget to tie them. <laughs> yeah. Jim hits a oh, you, You've gone because Only Smith. in an email. Oh, that actually, it's weird on shoes as well. It's yeah. also it's because they're Paul Smith, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's boring, I mean, isn't it? You do yeah. have uh, a few um, pairs of shoes with your name, not? So. I do actually. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a bit of monogramming, I would say. <laughs> did your mum sew them on? What's a bit? Yeah, she did, yeah. So I, so I don't forget my name, Jim. As you always say. Yeah. I did say at the top of the show there that uh, Arsenal threw away the Emirates Cup. What I mean by that was that it was a lead they threw away. They didn't mm. say, you know what, this is worth absolutely nothing. <laughs> but Let's it is. put it in the bin. They, they, so that, they don't say that when they win it. Mm. Well, they, they, it's a bit of a shame because they couldn't add to the tally of five Emirates Cups. A little bit disappointing, Jim. But yeah. as we said about so the, the international... Most, the most anyone's got. As we said about the International Champions 
Cup, there's always next year. <laughs> We've won it five times. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great for Leon and nice to see ex-Manchester United player Memphis Depay lift the trophy. Wouldn't mm. you agree, Jimmy? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy Depay and Dembele as well. Andy um, Brassel's favourite, isn't he, Memphis? Yeah, he loves him. He absolutely loves he him. He really right? does. I enjoy Depay on Piebury Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Bayern Munich ladies beat Arsenal ladies, so no Arsenal teams won the Emirates Cup this year. They're having yeah. a stinker. They Arsenal are. did beat Bayern in pre-season though, so uh, that'll, that'll show them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not when it counted. <laughs> well, um, you know. But there we are. But yeah, Moussa Dembele, nice to see him. Mm. Scoring the goals. I mean, he's been rumoured links with various teams and whatnot, hasn't gone anywhere, but what a shot window, eh? Mm. The Emirates Cup is. And he, Why and won't he, uh... people learn from Virgil van Dijk and just go direct <laughs> to Celtic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's make it very clear. It's a lovely afternoon out, the old Emirates what, Cup. Celtic? No. I've uh, been to the Emirates Cup before, you're right. It's nice, lovely I afternoon. It. I feel like I might have been to a long, long time. How many years has it been going, Jim? Six, seven, eight years? Well, I, I saw Robinho yeah. playing for Real Madrid in the Emirates Cup. Wow. Rings a bell, so okay. So that's a little while ago. Long, long time ago... I skip forward, skip forward a bit more. Uh, Memphis Depay. Yeah, well American done. American Pie. Well done. It's not even the tune. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, you, if you'd have gone bye-bye Memphis, Memphis Depay, Depay, you'd have been on to something. And on you, the continent, of course, we always do, walk in Memphis. Oh, nice. Because they call it Memphis, a lot yeah. of people. So it's, That's beautiful. Yeah, there we go. There we go, see. Uh, Memphis, the home of rock and roll. He, he was thinking when it all went wrong from Man United, he'd never see success in England. Well, he He's proved himself wrong. What is your favourite version of uh, the um, <laughs> walking in Memphis? Share. Um, the original. What was it? it? Mark. Uh, Mark Cohn is the original. Yes. Mark Cohn, yeah. He yeah. takes off his blue suede shoes. Boarded the truck. Tra- the, the plane. plane. No, he yeah. puts on his blue suede shoes. Yeah. yeah. But then he must take them. I've said this before. You must take Touch them off. down in the land of the Delta Blues. Oh, you must take them off. Right, come on. As you go through security, you must take off your shoes again. But it's pre September 11. So he's not thought about that. Yeah. There we are. Arsenal. There we are. Emirates Cup. Sammy Kadira was in the stands, Jim. Yeah, apparently he was a guest of Bayern Munich. Either that. I'm enjoying the brother Mark is trying to drag back, drag us back to the Emirates Cup. That's how bad it is. Like it's actually football. Pete, I also like that in the running order that we all share, Pete, Marcus has put Sammy Kadira was spotted in the stands. Hands. Why was he there? Wicked whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Just to inspire some wicked whispers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicked a whispers. reminder to yourself. To, to how how wicked that. are your whispers? <laughs> Not that wicked because everyone saw yeah. it. Can't give yeah. it a whisper. Yeah. Uh, I, I think give that, a whisper. I think that he might fancy signing for Leon. <laughs> Do you know what, <laughs> what, I, what I, happened? The, he said, "Whoever wins this cup, I'll give you a whisper, yeah. and you can decide how wicked it is." <laughs> mm. I heard a whisper that he's in the UK because he's heavily linked to Wolves. Yes. I saw that as That'd well. That'd be a lovely yeah. sign. I mean, yeah. he's, he's gone to the wrong place, though, hasn't he? So that's a bit embarrassing. He's working his way up. Watch a bit of football. Yeah. Is, so, so, Sammy, you, you're going to sign for Wolves. Great. Yeah. This is the place where you're almost certainly going to get your first win of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Visualise it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notoriously bad home form. Oh, do yeah. I want to go to Wolves wrong. and chuck in a couple of uh, Emirates Cup tickets for you? Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. Sammy Jim, has got Jim, one of those. Jim's fuming because Arsenal's very good at home. It's a yeah. fair yeah. point, Jim, but it's just a joke. It's just yeah. a joke. But it's better joke. news for Arsenal, it's though. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Pepe. Looks like he's oh, going to this Arsenal. Is the, this is the sort of news you want. Yeah. 72 million big yeah. boys. It's, it's very exciting. We're already starting to call him <laughs> Nicholas Petner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's some uh, pep in your step. I'm very excited by this. I'm also very wary of it. I won't believe it until I see the... Uh, the the picture of him in a shirt shaking the manager's hands, which they don't even do anymore. Oh, yeah. um, the really overwrought Instagram video. God, yeah. yeah, it's a shame that isn't it? That's something yeah. that's been overcomplicated and has definitely has definitely devolved. Get to the top of one of the biggest stands in the stadium. Yep. Hold up a scarf, yep. couple of photos. There we are. Off you go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you it have should to... be exactly like the scene in the office when David Brent's holding up the big check. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's what it should be. Is, <laughs> is Lille to um, Arsenal the shortest distance that you can do? 
uh, continental, for a, for a continental move. Oh, it's a good, good question. question. Uh, it must be surely. For what? From from for, for, Britain to, to, to a British team to the Premier League is that the shortest? Because you can go space? direct on the Eurostar. No, no, exactly to King's Cross. From King's Cross, yeah, yeah. and um, that is walking distance. But mm. surely, though, um, I mean, it's somewhere in Ireland, to right. Wales or Liverpool, maybe. No, I mean from mainland Europe into the Premier League. Okay. Yeah, right. it has to be specifically Premier League. So Liverpool yeah. would have to be. Yeah. And you'd have to go from a, some sort of club in Dublin, probably. Mm. Yeah, I think that's closer. You can Has do... anyone done it? <laughs> Lille, Lille to Arsenal is 174.2 miles, according mm. to Google. But I'm just sort of thinking more like the train, because obviously if you get on a plane, it might be quicker, but then you've got to wait, you've got to go through security, take off your blue suede shoes, bob the plane. Here we go. Um, but yeah. on a train, it's, quite uh-huh. quick, it's much quicker, especially if you go for the business upgrade. It's only half an hour you've got to wait before you actually get on the train. Yeah, yeah. A, it's a, it's a yeah. huge um, misconception about the speed of plane travel when it comes to short distances, because mm. people don't factor in no. the time you've got to get the airport before, the yeah. faffing about mm-hmm. for me London get a giraffe breakfast let's take let's take London <laughs> to Edinburgh for example I did I'm, it recently I'm training all day for that oh absolutely I'm not playing in that mm. especially when you get up to Berwick and you get the coast bit and it's all lovely bloody beautiful, beautiful. It's lovely, lovely it, it is yeah. it's beautiful um, so Jim you rate him yeah yeah. I'm very excited <laughs> to, to, well, I mean let's obviously let's hope it happens first I, I hadn't thought about the distance perhaps that explains <laughs> what maybe seems like quite an incongruous move at the start because there's a, there's been this whole kind of thing about Arsenal only having 40 million pounds to spend um, and then they make they just bidding for everyone all over the place it would seem mm. but obviously the payments will be staggered and that's that's normal isn't it pretty much every transfer is done like that it's very so. rare that something's well, up was... front but it's like we're just seeing under the hood a little bit more now we are because under... of the crazy amounts of money sloshing around some of the reports were saying that the reason why they sort of backed down from Zaha uh, you know putting a bid for the Palace player was because that they wanted the cash up front right. and mm. Arsenal were a bit like no we, we, I don't know whether they can or they won't do that and and that kind of scuppered that but deal it's, it's one of the things where there are a number of different ways to interpret a transfer fee oh, yeah. and it suits everyone for them to talk it up. Mm. It suits Arsenal because the fans can be like, oh, we have we have spent money and so fair enough, they're putting their money where their mouth is. It suits Lille in this case because they go, well, look, we didn't want to lose him but mm. he's probably our best player. And, and we've got, got a load of money. But we've got a load of money. We'll so, take a fiver a year for the next thousand years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, if you look at one of the, I mean, Talking earlier, Jim, just reminded me of it when I said, oh, yeah, Wolves will probably win at the Emirates and you said, actually, Arsenal's home record is really good. Is it kind of a misconception that Arsenal haven't spent money under the current ownership as well? Because they have spent quite a lot of money. If you look at the pl- look at the players they've bought for, for big fees, mm. there's quite a few of them. They have, but um, sold a few, it's, haven't they? Well, it's it's um, obviously Arsenal make money through sponsorship and kit deals and things like that. And I, I saw a graph earlier in the season which was which basically had the areas of of, uh, of investment that teams' money comes from. And Arsenal were the only one whose whose owners had put nothing in, so it's all self generated. It's all stuff that comes from like the commercial deals and stuff like that. So yeah, they have spent money, but um, they are sort of in this frustrating position where they have this huge, huge um, outlet blocked off that every other club has access to. Yeah. Right, because well, you, sorry, Mark, if you just look through, I mean, over the last few years, I mean, Aubameyang cost fifty two million pounds. Exactly, like, like Mustafi thirty six million. Shaka 40, 40 million, <laughs> Lacazette 47 million, Mkhitaryan yeah. 30 million, Aubameyang 57 million, Lucas Torreira 25 million, Burnt Leno 22 million. Do you reckon they write that on the wall and sort of go every time uh, the manager comes in and goes, can you just buy, Emery goes, can you just buy us a goddamn yeah. defender? And they go, point at the Mustafi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you can't do it anymore. Look, look what happened. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't play with defenders now. Twice shy. The difference is now though that being in the Europa League for three seasons is catching up. So that was obviously, you know, affected um, the the revenue. Well, one of the one of the board, it might have been Cronker himself, but somebody at the in the <laughs> upper es- escalons at Arsenal said, you know, we have a Champions League wage bill, but 
Europa League income. Yeah. And yeah. that is the reality for a club like Arsenal. But of course, they've got to get back to the Champions League and mm. it's not going to be an easy task. But I think Pepe, if you watch... Oh, he's exciting. He, he really is. It's, I mean, it's hard to think of a player you'd be more excited about, yeah. realistically, that they can get to be linked to. Because he's, he was I agree. He smashed it in, in the French League last yeah, season. He was and his numbers were big. He's exciting to watch. He's fast. Yeah. He's strong. Jim, yeah. can I say something very, very lazy mm-hmm. about Pepe? Down the right, cutting in on the left, yeah. opening the body. Yeah. Keeper's bottom right. It's a bit Thierry Henry, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the, on the oh, side, it's so yeah. lazy. Um, you sounded like that football commentator from the fast shop. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's also not putting any pressure at all on the players. So no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I do like the idea of him playing with Aubameyang and Lacazette. I wonder how often they would play together. Probably a lot. Uh, but yeah, the defender thing is uh, is important. But we've been linked with uh, Rigani from, from Juventus, which would make sense given that De Ligt has mm-hmm. gone there. So, I mean, that would be a loan deal as well. I think, you know, Edu is presumably very good based on how things have sped up. But like, of course, you know, everything needs to be got over the line yet. So yeah. if they can get Regani in, um, this would be a fantastic window. Yeah. I, I mean, in terms of uh, defenders and all, I mean, Kolasinac said he, they, they're going to come out fighting. Wow. Yeah, season. which he does. Yeah, blimey. That, that's, that horrible scenes with him and Ozil. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we sort of joke about it, you know, Kolasinac, you know, all being, the all the jokes you saw being on tough. Yeah, but my goodness, it's absolutely horrible stuff. Yeah, but they've been offered uh, psychological support if required. Because what the robbers? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, me and Kalas. I'll tell you yeah. what, they they turn heel pretty quick. <laughs> they do. I, I swear that was their bag that yeah. he was defending. I've got now. Yeah, <laughs> well, I obviously don't want to trivialise what is a hugely distressing incident mm-hmm. for everyone involved, of course. Um, but I mean. The video is re- remarkable. Well, it was yeah. a remarkable video. It reminded me of was it um, Benucci? The yes, Ventus yeah, it defender. was. Yeah, he, he chased he the man on a on a moped. moped that's yeah. right. And yeah. I, did he catch him? I think he did. Oh, well, I, I, chin, I think he might have chinned him. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Gordon Bennett. Yeah. Well, there we are. You see. Yeah, miss. terrible. I'm, hopefully, hopefully, they're all um, they're all okay. I mean, I'm led to believe they are okay. Which said, yeah. all's well. Everyone well. sort of make it. Said, oh, as early ran off. But I think his wife was in the car. Apparently. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was the thing. Well, and it looked like the situation was under control from Kalasinac as well. Yeah. Oh, Kalasinac. Yeah, like, those <laughs> those men are just bones now. Yeah. <laughs> dust, just yeah. dust. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm be honest with you, Jim. This is not me trying to jinx anything because that doesn't exist. But I, I am actually quite <laughs> looking forward to seeing what Arsenal are going to do this coming season if they can get Pepe in. I would love to see some of their younger players. It's a bit of a yeah. cliched thing to say, and I understand preseason is not um, post, no, no d- during season. Should season. I say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's. I, what I, how are you feeling about it? I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I think it's very, very unlikely that Arsenal will finish in the top four this season. If, if there are significant defensive changes, if Tierney and, for example, Regani or ex good defender came in, I might be a little bit like, oh, you know what? We might be able to challenge for the top four here. But at the moment, I don't think that will be the case. So I think it's a, a sort of period of, of regeneration. So it'd be good to see the young players that have come through the academy coming through. Good to see how Martellelli fits in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like... This should have happened five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it should have happened five years ago. But yeah, I think that the, the, there isn't the pressure of expectation. I think it's, you know, because Arsenal have missed out on the top four three times now, it's not going to feel like the disaster it... Did at the start, yeah. even though it's worse now because the longer you're out the Champions League, <laughs> the, the more of a problem it is. But yeah, I'm 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 sort of I'm um, cautiously zen about it. Can you be cautiously zen? Not really, but yeah, I'm zen. I'm zen about it. Of course you are. You always are. All right. Yeah. Well, from Gunners to Hammers, uh, after the embarrassment of losing to Newcastle, West Ham beat Fulham one nil in a friendly on the weekend. Their new signings, Pablo Fornells and Sebastian Allaire, were on show. But it was 19 year old academy product. Ben Johnson, who impressed again. Uh, he played, I think he played one game last season in the league away to Manchester City. 
but he looks a player. He was there was a lot of excitement from West Ham fans around him. Again, only pre-season, but still, it's a it's a football match, and he played mm. well. So fair enough. Mm. I love this. So Paul Parker is his uncle. Ledley King is his cousin. Good. Nice. That is a what a footballing family. Yes, yeah, great, uh, great uh, pedigree. That I, you, you're right. It is difficult to know really exactly what's going on because we saw I mean maybe we'll come on to it later I'm not sure but Liverpool were beaten quite heavily by Napoli uh, mm. last, in the last day or two but it's difficult to know what stage of pre-season people are at what what the manager and the coaching staff are prioritising in terms of shape or it's fitness or if it's whatever whatever it may be and also you've got players coming back at the top mm-hmm. level you've got players coming back late for different reasons so um, Lanzini scored didn't he it's a nice yeah. goal actually yeah, yeah. crossbar nice, nice finish um They've and got a bit of quality in there. They have. I, I, I'm actually quite excited for West Ham yeah. this season. If, if he can, get, if he can, um, to, 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 to use a, a Marcus Speller phrase, if he can have a bit of a mix and a blend and uh, <laughs> and get everything balanced. And with the experience that Pellegrini's got as a Spellegrini, coach. Pellegrini, yeah, I think you're uh, Spellegrini's got as a coach. Um, and all the uh, sweet weed he's smoking. Um, <laughs> have you not seen his eyes? He's like, oh, red, like blow oh, right. eyes. Um, oh, right. ben, ben Johnson, obviously, he's, the he's, name. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's obviously not going to get stressed because he's going to be chill. Um, and so it could, it could go well. Yeah, that's we'd, like, we'd like to state for the record the manager of West Ham is yes. not on the Bifters. As far as we know. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah, as far as we know. Yeah. No accusations here. Yeah. No. Uh, not on Mike, anyway. Um, but yeah, I know. I think they've got a decent squad, as you say. Yeah. I think it, uh, there's, there's a lot of chat. That, in fact, Andy Brassel, I think, on the continent said. He loves Alaire, doesn't he? He absolutely. Absolutely yeah. loves him and said he could break the curse, or the striker curse that West Ham seemed to which have. We, which we talked about we since 2010 or something, you know, oh, 38 strikers or something like that. Yeah. yeah. My goodness, yeah. So. Pablo Fornell sounds sounds made up, doesn't he? It, it sounds, sounds like, like a, like a football regen. Manager regen yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I'm also, um, I suppose, not surprised because he must be on a big contract, but I thought there would have been more attempts to prize Felipe Anderson away from, from West Ham because mm. had an excellent season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. He's got quality again. If he can get, as, as Luke quite rightly says, the 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 mix and the blend right of that attacking, mm. well, those the, attacking the, players the, with Lanzini and the thing Felipe. is, I, at first glance, Jim, I, I was tempted to agree with you, but I think if you, if you explore that, you know, <clears throat> he's on a big contract, mm. and as you said, and and the Premier League is the only game in town when it comes to money. Yeah, China's what, got five days left. What the, yeah, <laughs> true, true. That's <laughs> true. That is true. Yeah, they, I think they, I think they've got two left now. Wednesday oh, yeah, closes, yeah. but they they are. If you, if you take the fact that he's probably going to stay in the Premier League, well. He's not going to go to Man United. No. He's not going to go to Man City. He doesn't fit mm. in there. Chelsea have got a transfer ban. Arsenal yeah. aren't going to go and get him. Um, and West Ham look quite exciting. They've yeah. got a decent manager. So, you're, yeah, playing no, in, fair enough. you're playing at the London Stadium, mate. And no club outside <laughs> of the Premier League, bar maybe Real Madrid and Barcelona or whatever, can, can afford to, to prize him away. So. Exactly. I'm pleased that he's staying there. He's a really exciting mm. player. Yeah. I really like him. The Armalenko feature as well. And I, I remember thinking, Armalenko. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, he got that massive injury. Yeah, he did. He, he never, the whole never, season. Yeah, we almost, never really yeah. saw quite what, what yeah. he's got. He's got a lot of goals when he was in, in Ukraine. And did do so. He did okay for Dortmund. It was not, not brilliant. I'd like to see but another well, attacking player who's got potential. Yeah, absolutely. But they've got a lot of very good wide players. And also, you know, you see it so often with teams where, you know, they've got a particular um, asset and it's just give the ball to them. And yeah. I don't know why West Ham don't just set up as just cross to Mikel Antonio. Just get every <laughs> every outfield player, get yeah. those crosses into that bullet-headed yeah. specialist. <laughs> you put him straight up top. A bullet-headed specialist. <laughs> it's like Jason Statham. Yeah. Well, they had Andy Carroll when it didn't they quite... They did. Uh, you know, they, were, they, were, they were aiming at the wrong place. They certainly were. They certainly were. Well, yeah, a little bit of excitement for a change around West Ham. Normally, we sort of take the piss out of what's going on there. But... Oh, that will come... Well, well, maybe it will. Maybe. What about Fulham? They signed Anthony Knockout on loan. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a season. Funny one, isn't it? I'm on su- paper. Did but... you, are you surprised Brighton let him go? I think he needs a move, doesn't he? It's just think... a classic example of a player just needing to go somewhere else. But and... I, yeah, I wonder if though with Knockout that he, 
Um, Brighton, I mean, very, very defensive, of course, last season, just about survived. Yeah. And for a player like him, he'll remember the good times in the championship when he was probably the mm. best player or one of the mm. best players. He looks at Fulham. It's a lovely old time. Well, he also had a, he's also had a lot of um, issues off the field. He has, um, yeah. Later part of last year, I think his father passed away. That's and he's, right. he's acknowledged saying that he's, he's battling um, depression. Mm. He also He's also been through a divorce. So he's had a lot going on this plate. Um to say the least, and yeah. so that's obviously going to be a factor. That's going to that kind of stuff coming along like that all at once or whatever it is is going to affect you know everyone. So and maybe yeah, as you say, Marcus, he needs a bit. He just needs a move. He's he's a kind of player that I mean, when he was in um, it's a few seasons few seasons ago now, of course, he just destroyed the championship. He yeah. was the yeah. best player in the championship by mm. a mile. Um, and perhaps it's a bit reductionist and a little bit um, a little bit kind of unfair given what he's been through to say that maybe the Premier League's harder for him. Um, but clearly, he needs a fresh start, and if down Fulham, will have a lovely time. Well, he will, well, he will do it, and actually, yeah. there's there's no uh, there's no shame in him thinking if it is the, as you say. There's probably a lot of thoughts going on, um, but if it is in terms of pure footballing matters, if he thinks to himself, you know what, we've, we've had a good time in in the Premier League with Brighton, we've survived, we've achieved a bit here, but actually, like just doing the doggies, you know, not being able to attack that much. He loves scoring goals. He loves creating yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You play at Fulham now. Fulham will be will be hoping for um, at least a promotion, at least a sort of a playoff kind of uh, position. Who knows w- w- what Scott Parker will come up with? But you would expect him to be able to express himself a bit more. Then. Definitely, he's twenty seven. He's in the prime of his football yep. career. Yeah, I yeah. think um, he could get his uh, career back on track. I think. And, and, and if you do get a chance, do read that interview. I think it's with Darren Tullett in the Guardian. Um, it was towards the end of last year. It's worth reading about mm. about knockout and what he's been through. Yeah, absolutely. All right, time for a little break. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ramble. Kieran Dyer and Lee Booyah are having a fight. Good 
goodness me, what on earth is going on? Ah, <laughs> oh, yesterday. Welcome back to the Football Ramble from Monday the 5th of August. The Football Ramble will become Football Ramble Daily, a new podcast every day, Monday to Saturday, including your usual rambles and some exciting new faces as well. Make sure you're subscribed on the Ramble feed to ensure you never miss an episode. New faces. Mm. Thank Christ. Because you you guys will be sick of us. Do you remember the two unlimited song, Faces? No. No. It's kind of like probably a third or fourth follow-up single. Let let me guess. Did it go, Faces, 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 Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, I do remember it. Yeah. Oh, God, that sounds You've got to the end of this show to find it. (laughs) That really... Faces everywhere. It's nightmarish, isn't it? It's horrible. They had another one called Maximum Overdrive. Go on. I remember Maximum Overdrive. Turning up the bass. Check it out. <laughs> to the Maximum. I remember Chris Morris uh, interviewing them on Radio 1 once and uh, he tried to get them to um, congratulate the World War One pilot Douglas Bader. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very enjoyable. Anyway, I hope that's not been lost in all that. But I, do check out Football Ramble yeah. Daily from Monday. I cannot yeah. wait for the season to start. Yeah. For mm-hmm. many reasons. Peter, let's have some emails. Got mail. Dalton Newton. What's going on, lads? Uh, I didn't make that intro up. He didn't actually say Sounds that. like a lovely part of IPA, that. <laughs> Dalton Newton. <laughs> no, it sounds like someone who makes paintbrushes. A cheese. Yeah, it does mm. a bit. Yeah, paintbrushes uh, is a good shout. All right. Oh, did Stella Dalton, did they make uh, sinks? Or pa- uh, Royal Dalton. Royal Dalton. No. Uh, all right, boys. Got a great story about a Newcastle centre half, a notable good, uh, good guy, a Florin Lejeune from a few weeks back. Oh. My mate works at a retail store named Flannels in the Metro Centre, unfortunately, one of the Fat Man Ashley's endeavours. Oh, the one that always has the thing around the side of the Newcastle United <laughs> yeah. pitch. Yeah. And I didn't Actually, their, um, their uh, home base, so to speak, is on Oxford Street. Is that their uh, upmarket version of Sports Direct? Yeah, yeah, they sell um, premium goods. Okay. If mm. indeed that big mugs? exists. Big mugs? In, um, mm. I don't know, actually. I don't know whether they sell any crap. Let us know. Big carafes. Big yeah. sports direct carafes. <laughs> so big uh, of uh, wine, yeah. <laughs> and while uh, begrudgingly going through his uh, evening shift, he saw none other than Florian Lejeune investigating nice. the uh, range of uh, Canada Goose jackets on sale. Ooh. He got uh, him working there. As any board employee and lifelong Toon fan would do, uh, he went over to ask the Frenchman if he needed any help. Florian politely asked the price of a particular jacket on the rack. That's £465, mate. Uh, £465? Are you serious? That's far too much for a jacket. Who can afford that? Replied Florian Lejeune, a man who currently earns a measly £65,000 a <laughs> week. Uh, he then immediately exited the shop shaking his head. I suppose when you work under Ashley, the penny pinching is infectious. Just wait until he finds out his lucrative new contract is zero hours. Pay as you earn. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you at the live show in Newcastle. All the best. Dalton Newton, thank you very much for your email. Dalton, if you would like to see us uh, live in Newcastle or anywhere else, we are playing a lot of different venues. Uh, it's ramblelive.com. Yeah, it's all through September and October. Mm. So don't, don't sleep on it, guys. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That, and uh, also, right. also, zero hours contract, pay as you earn. Pay as you earn is the tax arrangement when you've got a good full-time contract mm. so that doesn't make any sense but he uh, would Dalton. Be, his contract would be pay as Lejeune, wouldn't <laughs> Lejeune. Yeah. he's rescued it Thank you'd you. think that uh, Lejeune would at least have a little loyalty card that, would he not like it to have a 10% literal employees discount because yeah. obviously he's employed by Mike Ashley you'd hope so, you would hope so yeah. uh, hello to who have you got here little Chris Sayers uh, aka Baby Spice and that reference will become clear uh, hi guys uh, while enjoying an Easter egg series uh, I was uh, reminded of an incident involving the Scotch egg Gary McAlster a few, a few years back I was part of a stag group in Edinburgh 
Keep it in a short speller. And our fancy dress theme was the Spice Girls. <laughs> we were halfway through an excellent night, and by this point, our whistles were well and truly whetted. Uh, you can only imagine our delight as when uh, one of the boys, girls, uh, happened to spot the old Scotch egg himself. We immediately burst into a chorus of his famous song, uh, and he was a great spot, merrily jumping and dancing around the street. Gary McAllister, oh. jumping and dancing Enjoyable. around the street. Uh, during a particularly enthusiastic uh, chorus, Gary asked which one of us was a stag. Which one was a stag? Um, and, uh, <laughs> and we all pointed to Scary Spice. Uh, to our surprise and enjoyment, in a split second, uh, Gary flipped Scary Spice around and started dry humping him, her, um, Ooh, uh, wow. from behind for a good 20 humps. Uh, here's the, <laughs> photo- here's good- the photograph. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah, he is as well. Is that problematic or not? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Gary McAllister decided to do it, so I mean... I think you should describe what Gary McAllister's wearing. What's he got on his feet? Yeah, he looks like he's on a stag. He's, he's got wearing- espadrilles with socks on. He's wearing espadrilles with socks and he's uh, humping a man dressed as a uh, scary spice. Is it a salmon t-shirt? Salmon- so that is a salmon t-shirt. an Alex salmon coloured t-shirt? He's sort of <laughs> He's resting his gut on the man's uh, posterior, which yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. immensely. Um, the, the, the espadrilles with socks is a textbook Pete Donaldson power move. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Donaldson power flexes move. all the time with with socks in the espadrilles, don't you, Pete? Look, everyone's having a lovely time in that photograph, including Gary McAllister. We oh. can't see Scary Spice's face. Yeah. So uh, Protect yeah. the innocent. Protect the innocent. It's probably been picked up on one of the cameras, um, that. But yeah, mm. that was uh, that, that happened three years ago, apparently. So uh, right. well why, is it, why is it taking you this long? We are exactly. wise to commemorate such a momentous occasion. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much uh, to Chris uh, Sayers, uh, a.k.a. Baby Spice. I wish it was Sven too, he says in the PS. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, just one big boys club, isn't it? There we it? go, yeah. There we are. If you want to get to show, show at thefootballramble.com. Dot com. Mm. Um, now then, I thought to myself, we don't need to mention Newcastle. No. This time round. We've, 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 we've talked enough about Newcastle United. It's the gift that keeps on giving, though, you know, um, And I thought, we won't put them in the running order. Then Mike Ashley gave an interview. My view oh. always was we had to keep Rafa. For my own personal safety, we had to keep him. I thought he had us offside. He had us cornered. It wasn't fair. It wasn't right. I've been totally outmaneuvered. I probably shouldn't own a football club. It's ridiculous. But I'm a big boy. You know, some of the fans don't even believe the accounts. Where's the money? You've got it somewhere. What are you talking about? How do I fiddle this? It's like asking if I'm on drugs. Don't be bloody idiotic. I don't do drugs. Everything else I might be guilty of. Were you out drinking the other night, Mike? More than likely. (laughs) <laughs> All direct quotes from the interview. Yeah. Was, this, was this sobbed into a fireplace? Yeah. <laughs> I think I am negative to that football club. I give myself one out of five because I've made proper mistakes. I was shocked by the reaction to Steve Bruce. He doesn't deserve it. He's one of their own. I don't think the fans quite realise what they've got because I'm hoping he's the one. Now, mm. all these quotes uh, are there to be read, uh, but yeah. this one this, is this the is, most damaging. Can I say this one, before you, just to give it a little bit more gravitas so Pete can listen to everyone <sighs> This is chilling. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think I could own this club forever. Mm. It's like a Geordie-themed version of Memento. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's just completely f- well, forgotten everything that's come before well, it. Well, Ma- Ma- Back Martin, into the nightmare. Martin Samuel, the always uh, ever-obliging Martin Samuel, just, 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 just not challenging him on anything. No. Just, just, he sent his PR lines, we'll print it anyway, mm-hmm. everything's going to be fine. On the same day, the Sports Direct uh, were... I think they're going to be charged... The Belgium authorities are demanding £605 million mm. from Sports Direct. So very much SEO that's, gaming That's unpaid chaff. taxes, right? Unpaid taxes. Yeah. SEO gaming chaff. Mike Ashley goes, right, I'm going to be in the newspaper for this reason. Let's release... a. a just a load of noise, a stream yeah. of consciousness on the same day, and everyone will forget that I'm being, yeah. you know, I'm being asked that to is, this, is making, this is in making buses in his spare time. <laughs> this, right? exactly, yeah. this is, this is, yeah, this yeah. is exactly. I, honestly, you read that. It's not even worth, it's not even worth disseminating. It really isn't. Well, we are doing that though. Well, yeah. yeah, it is worth It's worth it. disseminating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did it so you don't have to. Do you think, <laughs> do you think it will distract the uh, tax authorities? 
<laughs> big, big Newcastle United fans, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it is, it, it, you, are you suggesting then, Pete, that we should give uh, exactly the same amount of time to Mike Ashley's tax bill that we, as we do to that interview for balance? <laughs> I think so, yeah. 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 Well, I think 605 million is a big tax bill. That's, a, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's not small potatoes, is it? It's an awful lot of money, that. An awful that, lot of yeah, money. That is a lot. My goodness. Um, Boycott Arsenal. <laughs> uh, let's let's go um, abroad briefly because Gareth Bale. I know this is the sort of thing we might cover on the continent, but it's not on this week, and it's it's such a huge story. I just love to know what you the hell is going think. on. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you make of this whole Gareth Bale business? It's it's is it what? sad that he's not taking a wage cut and, and 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 goes elsewhere? Do you feel disappointed for him that Real Madrid wouldn't stump up the cash? So should we give people a quick update yeah. as, to, as to the latest, just in case people haven't been following it because they're not as sad as us? Yeah. Um, so, despite the fact that this is as far as I understand it, and mm. you know, and let, let's be honest, Andy Brass is on holiday. Yeah. All right. There's no one on the constant this week. Mm-hmm. So, we're doing our best. Absolutely. All right. Um, he is British. Th- through the muck and nettles <laughs> yeah. to try and work. What is so, is there anything Real that Madrid down, playing France? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. French champions, Real Madrid, um, are, are, according to Zinedine Zidane, absolutely desperate to, 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 to move Gareth Bale on. But his agent, who's fuming, permanently fuming, Jonathan <laughs> Barnett. As apparently set up a move to China where he's going to earn an awful lot of money, but it was called off late doors mm. over the weekend because Real Madrid purportedly cancelled it because they wanted a payment that Zhang Zhu Suning wouldn't pay. Right, and so now he's well, almost certainly going to stay. The, th- the thing is, I heard that it the the payment that strange that's been referred to that is just a transfer fee. I think Madrid were like, we're not just going to give him away. They, they well, the reason for the wage so bill, the reason they have to, is, that, is that I believe in China they have to be structured a certain way yeah. because you have to 100% pay hundred percent tax on every transfer fee you pay. So they end up paying double. It's all a bit of a mess, really. I'd like to see Gareth Bale not go to China because he's only mm-hmm. thirty yeah. and he's out a lot of money anyway. I think he's on fifteen million euros a year anyway. Yeah, I think yeah. he works at about six hundred grand. And also, yeah. his, his commercial deals will be huge too. I know he's achieved a lot. I mean, you can't, you can't. You can't throw anything at him and say, well, by the way, you're wasting your talent. He's won four Champions League yeah. and he's done very well, regardless of the, of the of all the chutney around it and whether he deserves more respect or whatever, whether Real Madrid fans love him. He's achieved a lot. Yes. Yeah. I, I think there's plenty of time for him to go to China, three or four years down Absolutely. the road. Unless we, there's something about his, his physical fitness that we don't know about. Um, I, I, think, I think it's premature for him and I think he should follow the fun and not follow the money. Follow the but, fun. Yeah, it'd be interesting <clears throat> to see where it'd go, though, because it would involve him taking a pay cut. And, and yeah. quite a substantial one. Yeah, I, d- but, I mean... I don't think Perez wanted to lose him, to be honest. I think he, that's just a bit of a power move from him, just sort of saying, Zidane, put your cock away. You're keeping him. <laughs> it's a, he's a massive asset. Um, you know, the way that, the, the way that these um, things are structured, you don't get all the money the, the, the first time, the, the first yeah. year that you're there and stuff. So you're going to lose a bit of money anyway if you move somebody on. Mm. They won't get the market rate for a player <clears> like Gareth Bale, even if he goes to China, because as you said, they've got to pay a double and they're not going to get the amount of money that, that he would command as a footballer as talented as him and with the record that he's got. Mm. So I think Perez is just going, Zidane, like, work within your means and 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 yeah. claim well, so, some of the stories sorry mark some yeah. of the stories that come out of real madrid recently did you see you hear what thibaut courtois said he's calling the golfer well, apparently apparently he is nicknamed the golfer by all his teammates it's not the worst nickname is it footballers no. have had over the see, years courtois said that bale refused to attend a team meal mm. because he said he didn't want to miss his bedtime which i mean <laughs> i mean which i mean it's a bit strange that yeah I mean, they do eat very late. They do in Spain. They do eat you think he'd be used to that by now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's talking a lot about his family being settled in Spain, isn't he? Which is why he doesn't want to leave. Just force a move to Atletico. No, I think that would force a move <laughs> to oh, Atletico. There was, well, there was also a really, uh, a really mischievous picture that did the rounds on social media over the weekend um, because, of course, Real Madrid lost 7 3 to Atletico, which yeah. we'll mm. talk about in a bit. But uh, there, was a, there was a still of the bench. 
and everyone's standing there kind of stony faced and Gareth Bale's got a big smile on his face <laughs> of course it's nothing to do with that he's not happy of course but it's just a really mysterious like the age of social media yeah. getting he's that he's got across. a very friendly grimace yeah. yeah snake emojis all over the place yeah. <laughs> yeah Diego Costa despite scoring four goals in that game was still very angry yeah. Oi, we're coming on to that in my bit later oh sorry yeah Marcus forgiveness it's please it's a shared document sorry bruv um, <laughs> I can talk about it now what's this, what's no this? later we'll all be greater right, fine yeah, well, you've still got a bit of time to find that two unlimited song anyway. No. <laughs> um, Everton, they've made a £55 million bid for Wilfried Zaha. Mm. Everton really going for it. Though, are they? Yeah, I, I, I thought to myself, would, would, would Zaha go? It's a tricky one for Zaha, isn't it? I mean, of course, Palace value him higher. Yeah. But if Everton came back, would Zaha go to Everton? Because he talked about he wanted to play in the Champions League and clearly Zaha yeah. fancies a crack at a top four club in the, in the Premier League or... Um, a big club uh, on the continent, perhaps. I wonder if in this situation he might just stay at Palace for another year and then effectively decrease his value by, mm. you know, his, his, his contract running down a bit. So I, I don't know what, I don't know how long it is, uh, the contract. He signed a long back. contract in, right. in the summer of last summer. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which at the time we reported uh, mm. saying that, you know, it's probably going to be good for everyone because it, they'll get more money for him if he goes next year. Um, and he gets a good pay boost in the meantime. And obviously the fans are happy. Mm. Um, as I think I can't remember if we said it on this show. On what day is it? Today Monday on Thursday. That he's the most he's the most irreplaceable player in the Premier League. Yeah, and so they need to keep him at all costs. But Roy Hodgson's comments over the weekend were really interesting. Roy Hodgson said, mm-hmm. "I can't tell you anything. He's now dealing directly with the chairman. They get on well. Blah yeah. blah blah. Um, I've got no information on this. Um, and then he did say, "I only know what you know. I only know it through reading your newspapers and websites. I don't believe that bit, no. Roy. Um, but apparently, he is in negotiation with the chairman. So." Yeah, I mean, I, I feel a bit like, of course, we'll never know, but I feel a bit like that contract he signed in the summer was almost, it felt a bit to me like they were saying, okay, look, if you stay for another year, in. we'll let no, you go yeah. after mm. another year. The same way that we see other players have that situation, don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, um, you know, whoever it may be. Um, let's talk, Koscielny had that promise last yeah. summer. I don't know if that's true or not. Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo was another one, yeah, at Man United. So. Hazard every year. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, until now. But mm. I, I think I think Palace can, one thing's for sure, and hopefully we all agree on this, that Palace can expect a bit more money than that from, from Everton. Yeah. yeah. Or it's, from anyone. It's an interesting time as well, isn't it? Because I I think you know. Even though the, the TV money has been here for for a while now, I still feel like no one's really entirely sure of what the market rate is. Mm. For like, I mean, Sean Longstaff, for example. Yeah. Um. Sort thirty million pounds for him. He's played eleven Premier League games. It's like it's, more than that, I believe. But yeah, it's like Incredible, people are sort really. of guessing. It seems <laughs> that was one of the things Ashley said in his interview as well, wasn't he? Mm. Said that there's no way Longstaff's going, and they've got that on record. So mm. I mean, it's well, he never to... breaks his promises. No, actually, does he? Been another thing to beat him with. But <laughs> yeah. I don't. I there's don't know why he's going because he's already gone. Did you? Did, <laughs> did you start? Did you start this off thinking that it might be a, intimating that it's a bit of a sideways move for him then? Because I, I don't think it is a sideways. I don't think it is a sideways. Look how close Palace were to getting into really. It's not what I. Said. I didn't say no. I was wondering if you were intimating no, no. it or not. I was suggesting that it is not the move that he was Wanting. talking about. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is clearly a step up. Everton are a bigger club than Palace, but he can make a bigger step up than that. Well, that's what he's thinking. And 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 so actually, if say Everton go, okay, here's seventy million, mm. for example, cash up front, and Palace are thinking, do you know what? He's going to go. No one, no one's offered us this. Yeah, Zaha then has to make a decision. Mm. Does he go to Everton? Because Everton, if Everton finished sixth this coming season it would be a phenomenal achievement really would be a great achievement yeah. to unseat probably Man United or Arsenal we're, we're looking at going on to last break season. into that six would be great absolutely but he's not going to get Champions League with Everton no unless they I mean they perform but unbelievably Marcus, well the circumstances around again are very interesting because we talked about this at the start of the show re, re, another player in Felipe Anderson 
Zaha, well, he's not going to leave the Premier League, prob- mm-hmm. probably, because of the money, right? Well, he's not going to Man City, mm-hmm. they don't want him. He's not going to go to Man United because he's already been there, yeah. it didn't work for he's him. He's maybe hoping for Spurs, but they've already paid big money. They don't he was linked with Spurs in the past, but they've yeah. they've, they've looked that at other players. Cool, Arsenal seem to be his best bet, but they've spent yeah. big on, on Pepe. Well, we haven't yeah. signed Pepe yet. Well, so okay. That's, you know, that's, just, that's not over the line. Uh, there, there was talk of Chelsea trying to strike an agreement to sign him after their transfer ban, which would be interesting and a smart move from them if mm. they can manage it. That's well, what that's I was going to say. Chelsea obviously can't get him. So, I don't know. We'll watch this space. Transfers, I do, man. I do get the feeling that Everton could jettison a player a week and still have a massive squad. They, they, they do seem to be very busy all the time. Don't <laughs> yeah. they? they look like they might lose Gay to PSG, though, which would be a huge... Who is it who hates yeah. Marco Silva? Is it um, Richard Keyes? Probably. I think Richard Keyes hates mm, yeah. him. Yeah, so, be, I think oh, Keyes would be fuming. Well, because, yeah. obviously, uh, did you see over the weekend that Key, uh, obviously Keyes um, <laughs> hates uh, Rafa Benitez? Yeah. Um, Shea Given was spotted liking uh, one of his tweets about Rafa Benitez being a decade away. No. Mm. It's just every Sean Amiobi, um, Kevin Nolan, oh. everyone is just all, falling foul of the Ashley coin. Are they all upset that Benitez didn't put his hand in his pocket and buy players himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah but, have they, but do they go out to Doha and do punditry and get paid well for it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay, maybe. Mm. Who knows if that's uh, relevant mm. or not. Let's have a quick Quick break, PT. All right, then. Hang on. Oh, he makes a movement, doesn't <laughs> he? Sounds like he's yawning. Oh, he makes a movement, doesn't he? Are the they watching of... the same thing there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Football on the Daily is now supported on Patreon. You heard about this uh, for the first time uh, a little bit uh, earlier on in the show schedule, basically Thursday. Uh, Ramble is going to be here as usual in your pod box, basically. You don't have to do anything at all. Nothing is changing. I can't stress that enough. Football Ramble Daily will be in the place where you usually find it, all right? But if you want to support the show by kicking in a couple of shekels, a couple of pennies, 12 years of free shows, that's all I'm saying, guys, uh, <laughs> and uh, and get a little bit closer to us, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. There are loads of optional extras. You've got the Discord server, which is going off like a frog in a sock, Luke Moore. I just sent, only this morning, yeah. mm. I sent an experience Exclusive, yes. unseen, mm-hmm. hot off the press photo yep. of Marcus Speller to the Lingerie. Discord with the caption <laughs> saying, it's always nice to have a Marcus in there. He was in a various state of undress. <laughs> yeah. If that floats your boat, yeah. uh-huh. that's the only place you're going to see it. Exactly. You've got the Discord server. You've got the chance to record a WhatsApp voice note for consideration to be used on the pod itself. You can get your voice on the podcast. Uh, as long as it's okay. As long as yeah. it's yeah. We'll check it first. We'll yeah. check it first. Uh, and even exclusive access to an Ask Me Anything monthly Q&A as well. So yeah. uh, there you go. Uh, the uh, URL is patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. It's all up there. Check out the video uh, and kick in a couple of quid. Very Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Lovely stuff. Um, I, I thought I'd bring to the table, guys, mm-hmm. something that Marcus mentioned in the intro, which gave me a lot of pride yes. because mm. I put something in the running order. And Marcus deemed it to be so <laughs> worthy of discussion right. that he put it in that very exclusive and you guys Jim and Pete know what I'm talking about here mm. that he never lets anyone see <laughs> ahead of time that very exclusive intro he does over the music at the beginning mm. okay. and it was that um, Vincent Company former Man, Man City captain of course mm-hmm. um, despite naming himself in the starting 11 for Adelaide's <laughs> first league match of the season they lost at home 2-1 to uh, KV Ustend who were poor last season, by the way. Oh, yeah. I think only seven or eight points, I checked uh, earlier, seven or eight points off of relegation. They lost at home in their opening game of the season. Big Vinny, 33 years old, player manager, which mm-hmm. we do love to see, yes. Yes. Um, has started off quite badly, despite them going a, go- um, a goal up 
Um, and they, despite they having Sami Nasri among their yeah, ranks, they lost two one. And they had um, weirdly they had I suppose not not weirdly because I th- apparently he's a bit of a legend there. Um, Thomas Rosinski mm. gave a rousing speech <laughs> on the pitch before the game. <laughs> and um, there were a load of banners for company. One said, uh, left like a prince, came back like a king. Yeah, I quite like that. Um, so there's loads going on at Andalek, but they it's lost at home. The TIFO for beautiful, and company it? was amazing. amazing. Have you seen it? Yeah, you seen that one, Marcus? That. Yeah, purple and white. Yeah, it's very easy to draw his company, though, to be yes. fair. Yes, very lot of clean lines. That's a job. Yeah. yeah, a lot of clean lines. Rosinski's so, a technical director for a Belgian side. Is he really? Okay. Yeah, but I think I think he might have won a couple of league titles with Andalek. He had an amazingly prolific goal-scoring time he there. He was very yeah. good there. But I know what you mean. For for the outside looking in, when you see Thomas Rosinski giving a big speech, yeah, you think, what? He's not actually currently, um, unless he's an ambassador or something like that, he's not really sort of... Would you, Marcus, would you certainly have him up there in your top five Polish-Canadian footballers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm struggling to think of yeah. of many better. It's definitely my top five I'd say, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what? To put, put my neck on the block, I might even say top three. Wow. Yeah. Uh, listen, you can hear, but if you subscribe to the Patreon, <laughs> forward slash Football Ramble Daily, Marcus will do you his top five yeah. Polish-Canadian football players. <laughs> Stop promising on things I can't deliver. <laughs> it was a bit I, late for that. I'd <laughs> forgotten that uh, Simon Asri was there. Yeah. Came on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right, yeah. There we go. You could, you could also buy, um, they lost at home, as I've, I've said a hundred times, you could also buy a Welcome Home Vincent uh, scarf, as nice. well as you wanted. Yeah. So there you go. For a man of just 33 years old, returning like a legend, yeah. a lot of pressure on his shoulders now. He said, come on, guys, yeah. wear a scarf in August. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest <laughs> ask. Yeah, damn right. Damn right. Oh, dearie me. I did enjoy Daniel De Rossi going to Boca Juniors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come I, I, on, talking wrote, to people going, making lovely moves and romantic ones. In in the running order, I wrote, uh, Daniel De Rossi is 53. And Luke deleted it because he generally thought I thought that he was 53. Yeah, but you are sometimes quite difficult to predict your <laughs> behaviour. And I don't know, some, sometimes you get very angry about things. I think that Boca Juniors would not be signing a 53 a year old player in a playing capacity why did you put it that he's 53 then because it's funny because he's old oh he's, he's only 36 to be, to be fair he's though he's pretty you know, old for a football player to, 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 to make his first move well he'd be, the, he'd be the youngest man in this room <laughs> to, be, to be fair to old PED um, do you remember when it was um, Santos who got to the World Club Championship yes and we're thinking about uh, bringing on Pele in the final because oh, he hadn't got that yeah. trophy and Pele yeah. was 73 at the time <laughs> I think they played Pep Guardiola's Barcelona in the final (laughs) (laughs) imagine it imagine it so a 53 year old to be fair Daniel De Rossi King Kazoo-esque when Daniel De Rossi is 53 he's currently 36 but when he does make it to 53 he is the type of man you'd think could still do a job yeah well he could do a job he's got that aura about him and also well I guess playing uh, for Bocchi he's quite uh, quite an aggressive footballer isn't he so I think he'll do all right. I I loved the quote he said I still want to play football. It would be unjust to me if I decided to stop now. Yeah, yeah. passionate. Yeah. So when he, yeah. the, he said that it would be a it would be a real loss to my career if I didn't play for Boca Juniors. Like you've got a lot of clubs in the world you could play for, though. You've like just been a one club man, though. Yeah. You've just been a Roma yeah. the whole time. So it's, I think to, to move somewhere, it would mm. be somewhere in in, a, in. There's no way they're going to play Roma in mm. any kind of way. It, re- it reminds me of when Clarence Seidel yeah. yeah, did two seasons at Botafogo, <laughs> yeah, and there was that picture of him at the age of probably about 38. Yeah. And his abs, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm going to stick this out there. I don't think I've seen better abs yeah. on any other person. Peter Andre back in the day would have been jealous. Right up there, top three. Yeah. Your top three would be um, Jim Campbell, Clarence, Clarence yeah. Seedorf, mm. Peter Andre, and the mysterious girl video featuring yeah. Bubbler Ranks mm. and um, Brad Pitt Fight Club. And though Pete, when oh, he went through that phase, no, he got to the gym all the time. What about, <laughs> um, what about um, uh, Mr. Paparazzi Darren Lyons? Who oh, was, yeah, he had them in style, didn't he? Yeah. 
great. I th- well, it was Seedorf apparently, apparently, uh, remember he had um, oh, Patrick Cliver at Cameroon, didn't he? And they just got fired. That's going to make right. your abs look better, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And second in command. Yeah, off the back of the African mm, nations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's it is such a sort of it's almost a nerdy move, isn't it? It's like a real football <laughs> nerd <laughs> yeah, thing. To do. I mean, I wouldn't one. say this to his face, obviously. Although, you, if you if you if you go down to Boca, there's a, there's very few nerds in the crowd. But I'm going to yeah. put that picture of his abs. He's 36 there. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's like he's showing them off. He's. I'm going to put that on Discord. That is an absolutely ridiculous. He's like he's of... smuggling like massive Tic Tacs. Yeah. In his stomach. <laughs> He's like he's eating loads of pellets. They look, it looks <laughs> like he's got big pellets. It looks like it's concrete. It looks like it's made of concrete. <laughs> the man is absolutely. You could ripped. punch it all day and he'd never feel it. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. you hurt your hand as well. Beautiful abs. Uh huh. Um, of course, De Rossi will have a certain someone as his new teammate, Jim. <sighs> God, yeah. So I don't know if you've seen, but Carlos Tevez has got a Netflix series about his oh, stupid life. Here we go. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a parody. No, it appears to be real, unless he's mugged me off. Right. Um, it's just like, I get why Netflix are doing it. Obviously, Narcos was a big success. And they <laughs> another one of South America's greatest monsters. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. It's almost true crime at this point, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It was funny on, on the Discord, actually. We would, that Street Fighter movie. Didn't I was chatting well, to so. a few people. And they were like, oh, isn't this amazing? I was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. We were chatting away. And then Jim just came in. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Jim hates Carlos. Yeah. So what's, what's it about? Just like a, it's just, it's, it looks like it's just a, a, a biopic of his life, effectively. Because, I mean, he did have, a, by the looks of it, had a very um, colourful upbringing uh, in, oh, he in did. a very rough part of, of, of Argentina. So I'm sure it'll be an interesting story if you can stomach the man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just love how upset. Just loads of shots of him at the, uh, him at the uh, fairground yeah. with his family. Uh-huh. <laughs> that Tevez, he just always, he just always just takes some yeah. time off. Was to it, go was, it the was it someone, someone who said, I, I forget who it was, um, a manager who worked with him, I think, said that, um, oh, did he have any chance of sort of learning English? And um, he's like, well, apparently he can't, he doesn't even really speak Spanish. Yeah, his well. Spanish isn't yeah. that great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it. Not for me. I, I, like I remember. It. I got told. Um, I got told by a manager who managed him that he 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 sat him down in a an English manager who managed mm-hmm. him sat him down in an office with his translator he had a translator wherever he went. Yeah. At that point, I don't know if he still, uh, presumably, probably still can't speak English. But... I don't know. I remember him doing a, a bit of a botched interview in yeah. English. To be fair, yeah. uh, apparently, because apparently Tevez is mad as a mad as a hatter, mm-hmm. and he sat down in the office with his um with his um his translator interpreter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the and the end, he obviously hadn't been playing well, and um, the manager in the question. Divide the pitch into three thirds, and went. You play here. How are you going to fucking score if you're never in that th- that that final third? Mm. And ranted at him, and 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 said to the translator, translate this exactly as I'm saying it. And he translated, and Tevez just apparently just sat there laughing. Said, <laughs> is that, is that it? I can't just, understand just this. Left, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's if it's like that, it might be yeah. quite good. Look, he is worth it for me. That uh, lovely bit of Manchester City um, social media back in the day, where it's Balotelli and him. Um, trying to wrap Christmas presents, and uh, he just couldn't do it. Was, um, was yeah. Park G Sun involved? Uh, yeah, they were maybe, friends. Yeah. That was like, they were like not sharing yes. a language, is that right? They were really, yeah, they were Patrice really, Evra? really friends. Yes. Evra might have been yeah. involved. Evra, yeah. the trio. Yeah. Knowing what we now know about Evra, that makes a bit more sense. <laughs> isn't it? It's absolutely glorious. <laughs> oh well, we can't we can't move on without oh, we can't absolutely. we can't finish the show without talking about Diego Costa, another South American hmm. monster. Be- because I, I mean. I don't know if people if heads are rolling about this result, but Real Madrid lost seven three to, <laughs> yeah. to Atletico Madrid. Love it. Bloody glorious! And, and they were six nil down at one point. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. When they were six nil down, for those who haven't seen it, and at this point, I think Diego Costa had already scored four goals. Yep. 
um, to put it in the context of how angry he didn't need to be. Um, <laughs> biggest rivals, mm. you've scored four, you're winning 6-0. Mm. Right? I know it probably doesn't count as an official result, but it's going to be up there as one of the biggest beatings of Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid have ever done. Um, and um, it's also funny because it finished 7-3, which is one of the... Uh, didn't didn't their, one of their European Cup finals finish 7-3 in against Eintracht Frankfurt? Hamden, maybe? Mm. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Danny Carvajal gets so frustrated that bit they're losing 6-0, he just mm. boots someone up in the air. And he gets instantly sent off for it, as you'd expect. But before that can happen, Costa, who's in the vicinity, just runs straight up to him, boots him up in the air, <laughs> and also gets sent off himself. It's like completely pointless. Diego to, be, to be fair, you know, it's, that's not going to carry over, is it? So Costa's True. thinking... I got a chance That's to a just free get a free v, yeah. hit here. What's, what's the only thing I could do to make this day better? Yeah, I've had, I've had a lovely time. And uh, oh, look at that! Yeah. That's uh, what about Kieran Trippier? You think for his birthday, Costa just gets red cards, just loves them so yeah, much. Yeah, good thing for him. Yeah, Trippier, Trippier, Trippier starting. He did. He good, said there was to see that. He said there was a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes at Tottenham Hotspur. At Tottenham Hotspur, mm, yeah. they, they, they changed so. the stadium. <laughs> I didn't know where I was coming. I went to the place. Yeah. You know? was, was the thing happening behind the scenes, Kieran? They didn't want to pick you in the team anymore. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know though. But I, the things I'm, happening on the pitch as well. I'm really excited <laughs> to see him at Atletico. It, it, yeah. No sooner had he gone there, he was um, on the training pitch, of course. And uh, Herman that's Burgos. the least you can ask for, to be fair. <laughs> Herman Burgos was uh, was like jockeying him, making sure. And, I, and people said, "Oh, yeah, Trippi, not very good defensively." And we said, "Well, Pochettino improved him, of course. But if anyone can improve him even more, it yeah. would probably be Simeone." And also, if Herman Burgos is following you along in the training, yeah. this is where you need to be zonally and all that. That is a man you bloody well listen to. Well, yeah. I, I think it's a really great move for him, and I, I respect him for doing it. Yeah. Um, the thing that sticks in my mind about Trippier is that. Um, this goal he scored for England in the semi-final of the World Cup and his set-piece delivery has obviously been quite good, although last season it, it tailed off quite badly. Scored a lovely uh, one against Fulham, though, early on in the season, he, but you're he, right to say it tailed off. Did, but you know what? Guess how many goals Kieran Trippier scored in total for Spurs? Well, he's probably only about two or three. Two yeah. in total. Mm. Well, one of them was last season, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just saying, it's, you'd expect him to maybe contribute a bit more than well, that because well, his delivery's so good. Yeah, but with, in terms of like taking free kicks, I mean, I never really put him down as a... a no, it was a bit of an shot. anomaly that he took the, uh, yeah. that one for England, wasn't it? And I mean, what an incredible World Cup he had. I know that was a while ago now, but, you know, he, he's an excellent player and I think... He loves to have that part of our heart season. where we say, like, oh, okay. Yeah. We, had a, we had good times, didn't we? Yeah. Well, I think that it was summer. Good, I think it was a good move all around. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, did, you yeah. see, yeah, did you see that? Uh, we spoke about the uh, Get Football, of course. Uh, yeah. It's the, the uh, Twitter account that um, obviously wrote all those things. Uh, it's changed into an Aston Villa fan account. Yeah, it's somebody, I think even on our, on our Discord actually pointed out that, that you know, said, oh, I'm sure within a week it will be, it's, it will change into some fan account and just, you know, use the followers. And that's exactly what happened. It's really, really disappointing. And to, to, to be able to write um, quite emotional, yeah. grown, in grown up language, that kind of thing, and then, and then as, as a gag, just seems like yeah. a bizarre. State I mean, is it a gag or is it somebody trying to, uh, trying to just, just Hoover up followers? I, it, the logic of it is, it, is it looks to me, to me now that it's been changed again. It's, the tweets are completely protected now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's no followers hardly. Well, it's, it's, right 40, yeah, it's forty thousand followers. Oh, uh, really? Okay. All year. very weird. But I mean, mm. the, the outpouring of support when people thought it was genuine was very, very good. So yeah. hopefully that will serve as almost a little trial run of, of what the reaction might be like if anybody wanted to do something similar in the future. So let's hope it doesn't set anything back. Mm. Yeah, agree. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. All right. Let's end on that note, Jim. Yeah. Nice one. Um, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're back on Thursday, of course. And we have some football coming up this weekend, do we not? Community, Community Shield. Community Shield. Portsmouth at Shrewsbury. That will <laughs> definitely get a mention. They grow up so far. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Football League back. Um, nice one, Lukey Moore. Thank you very much. Nice one, Pete D. Bye-bye. Nice one, Jimmy nice C. One, yeah, see you soon, everybody.
was a Radio Stakhanov production. Greetings one and all. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's lovely to have you here. Arsenal threw away the Emirates Cup. West Ham's new boys got a rid... Oh, bollocks. Sorry. <laughs> hey. ah, yes. Rubbish. All right. Come on in Rubbish. again. Three. Pete loves two. it when I get it wrong. A one. Yeah, because I can put it at the end. <laughs> <laughs>